Welcome to Sci-Fi Bingo. I'm Adam. I'm Nathan. I'm Patrick. Like, well, we're going to go up in space <laughs> and do nothing. <laughs> Travel nowhere. Wow, it's discovered in space. Anything. <laughs> this isn't rocket science. <laughs> Set men into space. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta start talking to me. <laughs> I see, like, I, I met this guy one time, this fucking douchebag named Nathan. <laughs> well, the, it came off that it was like, uh, yeah, I met Nathan. You know, those conversations that fucking pained me so much. I'm like, wow, that that's not out. interesting. Uh, it doesn't relate to anything. Uh, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> wow, I met somebody you know. Holy fuck! <laughs> We're best friends now! <laughs> Who cares? He does. Like, how little, like, how little happens in your life that <laughs> you have to point this shit there's out? There's no what a small world. Who cares? I mean, Nathan, he has a... Like, he's... He's some guy. <laughs> he sure is. He, he was awesome. He has a nice haircut, a big cock, <laughs> like... Nothing, no follow-up, like... Nothing. Yeah, like, what does he Next. say? Did he say anything? Or were you just, just like, like, yeah, that's nice. I met him. Good for you. And... Like, it's even worse than, like, when people say, like, I met a celebrity. Man, who cares? It amounts to nothing. Would you be saying that if Liam Neeson was here right now? Yeah, but I think I would try to say or do something to make it more memorable. Like, let me suck your dick or something. <laughs> Let's go smash mailboxes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, take it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> People make such douchebags of themselves in front of fucking celebrities. Do you think so? I'm sure that there are lots... Like, the... The majority of people would probably be, like, stumbling on their words. I just never understood why you want the signature. Uh, because apparently... Like, at one point... No, it doesn't even make sense. Like, a baseball player, like, something happens, it becomes valuable. But it's only if you collect autographs, and who buys autographs? It's weird. <laughs> I'll never watch this again. <laughs> Sign my palm. So when I jerk off, everyone would be like, I'm fucking you. <laughs> Uh, like sign the wall or something. Yeah, yeah but I mean, memorable. eventually it's gonna fucking come off. Oh, he's defeating his aim on the, the side of a building or something. <laughs> fucking tattoo your signature into my hand. It's about the only way that it'll. People have done that too. Really? Yeah. What? Where they'll get celebrities to actually like? No, they, they get sign, it. sign my body, and then people will go over it with. Uh, oh, with uh, you can get also get like, yeah, okay. take a picture of it, and they'll like sketch it out or something too, right? Yeah, that's fucked up. This would be like a forgery, but still. Yeah, that is nothing. So, Pat, how's your new house going? It's good. Uh, mostly unpacked and everything, but... Uh, In between jerking off? Yes. You managed to unpack some stuff? Took a lot of jerking off, but it finally got done. <laughs> <laughs> it always does. So, there's definitely some room for improvement in the house, which I already knew about. Like, the siding will have to get redone, the windows, the doors. But, like, the inside of the house is nicely done. The, uh... Do you like some semen-proof wallpaper? Semen-proof wallpaper? You know what I just thing. fucking jerk off into something or fucking use the flesh? Well, you guys, you guys jerk off, like, open range, remember? Well, I do, but... At any point did you, like, 
Like, you lived in a dorm when you were going to uh, university. In Canada, it's called a residence. Okay, fine. A residence. But you were in res. I was in yes, and then uh, high res. And then immediately, were you with your current wife? Like, My current wife. <laughs> your future well, wife. Sorry. <laughs> what would become your wife is what I meant. <laughs> what would become my wife? <laughs> no, no, I, I lived in residence for like three years, and then I lived with like uh, a dude. A the cadre of men. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there was that one point where you were independent and you had to take care <laughs> of that stuff. At one point, when I still had my balls, they weren't sitting on the well, shelf yeah, in but my I mean, like, do, you, do you go with your wife to do groceries, or does she take care of it, or do you take care of it? Or go together, yeah, yeah. But she'll do most of the like. Here's what we need. Decision making. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just easy that way. Yeah, you can pick a one time cereal. <laughs> but I want this one and this one. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> cereal, and she asks. She asked my daughter what she wants, and she asked me what I want. <laughs> we we each pick one thing. Well, I'm not sure with Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are your kids name? <laughs> Whatever. She picks the healthy cereal. We pick the one with all the sugar in it. No, she likes like Captain Crunch and Lucky Charms. No, she doesn't like Captain Crunch. <laughs> Nobody Charms. does because it cuts the root beer out. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jody likes it. Yeah, it's shit. I'm sorry, Jody. You, your choice of cereals is terrible. That's what every other decision you've made is wrong. <laughs> I don't think I've seen... I don't even know where the hell you got Captain Crunch anymore. I don't fucking see it in the grocery store. You see gay bars? <laughs> oh, fuck. Some guy with a fucking hat. Woohoo, <laughs> all aboard! <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm gonna crunch your cap then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I love it. It's one gay and you want those gone too far. Now do oatmeal crisp. <laughs> I'd like to crisp in your oatmeal. It's <laughs> <laughs> just crisp. Well, I'd like to lucky your charms. It's not hard to figure out. I'd like to frost your mini wheats. <laughs> no, it makes sense, but lucky is not a verb. Uh, and crisp Lucky is your charms, indeed. <laughs> Charm your luckies? I don't know. <laughs> you can say I'd like to get it lucky with Mr. Charming over here or something like that. You need a lot of work in your gay play here, Pat. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm apparently too straight. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Fuck you. Keep, keep, <laughs> not. keep telling yourself that lie, Pat. <laughs> Maybe one day it'll come true. You can't just get by on your looks. <laughs> I'm not getting by my when you're feeling slutty, or extra slutty. That's got the tramp stamp. <laughs> Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. That's <laughs> best. That's best pick up line. Uh, are you familiar with 1991 Silence of the Lambs? <laughs> Would you fuck me? I fuck. It's like balls in his face. I oh, know. I still like that image of Pat leaned over the bar with a tramp stamp, <laughs> like a textile, right? It's like yeah, exactly. forward. It's like his eyes. It's just fucking shakes his ass as he dances into the fucking groove. It's not a tramp stamp. It's a fucking flab stamp. <laughs> That's great. 
It's like you see someone notice it's like the wink. Exactly. <laughs> the wink of the guns. They just see some chick checking on the money fucking dances over. Like, you think you're gonna I'm gonna do you in a very uncomfortable place in the back of a Volkswagen. I see you notice my Das Auto tattoo. My Das Auto. Read up on my ass. The house The house is coming along nicely It's not quite as death trappy anymore It's freezing cold The uh, air conditioner oh, works fuck. very well <laughs> Don't You better not be fucking complaining about the cold Oh I love cold But My what? fucking feet are frozen I know it's fantastic I can love this shit Oh it feels like fucking winter in here It's awesome <laughs> Just like a winter in Siberia. <laughs> What's gonna suck is walking back outside into the fucking muggy shit. It's not that bad. Of... No, the night doesn't have to end that way, Pat. When the night was sultry. <laughs> you don't have to go. <laughs> but you could just stay tonight. <laughs> we gotta feed the cat. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Uh... That's a good so easy to do. <laughs> the anaconda. Oh, See, how would it work in multiple, like, orgy-like settings? Like, how would everybody get off? Because wouldn't there always be somebody, like, at the front of the train who just, like, wouldn't be getting... Uh, if it's a guy, I guess you could... Oh, say there was three guys, hypothetically, in Adam's basement. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hypothetically, two with goatees. <laughs> One about three to tell and the other two. But, like, and they were, like... like there's the first guy, he's kneeling down. Okay, I'll be Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas the Three first <laughs> And I'll be Hero. <laughs> now I'm Diesel. <laughs> I just want to be Asian. <laughs> Bend Hero over. <laughs> there's like one guy, and there's the other guy ass fucking him, and there's the guy ass fucking him. But the first guy, does he get like a reach around or something? Because like, he's, he's getting no stimulation on his dick, right? Well, see, so the guy that likes him in the ass, must, that must be the sexual release, right? Unless you hit, like, the legendary uh, F-spots. F-spot? I thought it was an A-spot. I heard it, I heard F-spot. <laughs> but I don't know, like, does the, the middle guy give the front guy a reach around? Or, like, or do you get, like, an, like uh, a multiple, like, 69 situation where you're, everybody's sucking somebody else's dick? Say it's Pat and another guy and a girl. Because <laughs> Pat's got to have cock in there somewhere. But when we get to, like, be in, like, a circle... Oh, that, that would work, because you could fuck her while he's fucking you in the ass. Then everybody's getting... Okay, that works. Don't cross the streams. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. No, no, I'm fucking, but you no she's on the spit? Yeah, yeah. No, I think somebody's always on the spit, no? Somebody would have to be? Okay, maybe, yeah, somebody's sucking the other guy's dick, and then somebody's getting ass fucked. Problem solved. <laughs> Why do we okay, talk guys, about go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pat, uh, you know what to do now. <laughs> Just the, the smell of the sweat, baby powder, and cum. <laughs> Go to it, guys. <laughs> Last thing I ever got to was like the whole idea of role playing. 
Why, it just turns them on? It's like a fetish thing, right? Like I guess. I guess it depends on how elaborate it all is. <laughs> like, you're like, like, stages, like, props, that are like, you're a crew, like... There's <laughs> some... Okay, in five seconds, you're gonna come to the door. So I guess you don't roleplay, then? No, like... It's like a little bit of foreplay, and then, like, you get... It, the whole idea is to fuck, right? I mean, like, the whole... Okay, so everything else is just, like, <laughs> it's like... You come in as so, a path of construction so worker. Does roleplaying <laughs> role uh, strike you as odd if somebody wanted it? Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. Like, uh, yeah, see, I had I oh, dated somebody. I just who... installed laminate floor downstairs. <laughs> I'm here to collect on the bill. Oh, you don't have money. <laughs> it's gonna have to come out of your ass, <laughs> literally. Oh, what's this? I'm all sweaty from walking downstairs in this hot heat. Allow me to remove this T-shirt, but it's just dripping with my sweat. <laughs> Look at that gut. <laughs> well, that's the finest gut in the county. <laughs> but no, like, if you ever roll, if you ever with a chick who wanted to, like, I play, hate like, I dated one that wanted to be handcuffed to the bed. You're shitting me. I never got that either, like, the whole restraint I thing. don't really understand. Let's forget, somebody says do it, you do it, and then you come. Situation Gosh. over. I just thought it was fucking weird. Did you do it, though? No. That's great, there's, there's no, like, cuddling afterwards. There's no, like, expectations afterwards. She's hanging for the bed. It leaves you free to make your exit. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I'll slap your ankle, big boy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, feel this. Oh, Oh, feel it. Yeah, quit touching him, you're not his uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Fred? (laughs) This feels familiar. Oh no! (laughs) That's a fast role player game. I want you dressed up like a 60 year old man. (laughs) That puts a beanie on. (laughs) I'll I'll hide the closet and cry, (laughs) and you come in and touch me, (laughs) and then leave. (laughs) Don't take no for an answer. Just rocking on the floor. <laughs> oh my god. No, no! <laughs> Mr. Sister, no! <laughs> that was really fun. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Don't ever call me again, Pat. <laughs> I uh, never pass and never will. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Right, we made light of child molestation. Uh, Good. Was repeatedly, <laughs> practically every single time we fucking record a podcast, yeah, right. along with some type of slander towards the Catholic Church. And uh, well, speaking of those Catholics, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> what now? Oh, nothing. So is Nostradamus still uh, predicting things inaccurately? Actually, my cousin, who's a huge conspiracy theorist. Oh, awesome. I know one of those. Well, he's kind of at the deep end. He's he's <laughs> yeah. dead. But he's got books on like Nostradamus predictions. And I was like, oh, this, I don't know if you were aware of this phenomenon a couple of years back. Uh, the Bible Code. Meaning? Well, it, I think it's all debunked now or nobody gives a shit either way but there's like magic <laughs> but they actually took like the old like um the, the old Arabic or Hebrew text and they would they would go through and and find like certain like letters would line up and it would spell out like stuff that was happening like Obama 
like a Osama 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 or something. Apparently, it it was it would spell out like different stuff, like modern stuff. It was like their proof that there was predictions in the Bible. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. But I thought you'd enjoy that. If you take the 364th letter <laughs> on every 15th page. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because I don't know. I can't remember how you read the Hebrew script, whether it's like left or right, like we do, or I thought it was. Is it not. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what it was, but you. I thought it was right to left. Maybe that's what it is, but they would go like up and down because mm-hmm. when you see the actual Hebrew script, it's like. It's like columns. Well, they're scrolls, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like you take it like. They'd go like diagonally in different directions and. To find these words apparently spelled out in the Bible. Literally, I find a word. <laughs> yeah, it's like research. Airport. Led to the belief. Unless it predicts, unless there was like a literal prediction of like Titanic would make a billion dollars and it actually said that. Yeah. Then it's nothing. It's just bullshit coincidence. Yeah, it is coincidence. Well, you can't predict anything because you can only find stuff that already, even by their own method, you can only find stuff that already happened, right? Yeah. So it's not good to predict anything. Oh my god. <laughs> this will become useful in 2001. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. But yeah, I, think, I think the whole thing was debunked. Or, I don't know, I can't remember what happened. What, there's never been another person named Osama? <clears throat> it was the family name. <laughs> Even if you did find the name Osama, it's like, what the hell does that mean? Oh my god, there's billions of them. Well, so they said that they yeah. found like words interlocking, like terrorist attack or something, I don't know. Yeah, but what fucking good is it after the fact? <laughs> Oh my god, this would have been really handy. Oh my god, why didn't we find this in 2001? Well, it only serves to... It's like, they're, like, the crazy, like, the extremists, the, their proof. Well, I heard, I've heard some crazier stuff. I'm sure that I could look through religious text and say, like, find, I don't know, so-and-so took a shit at this time. <laughs> oh my god, they were right all along. Like, Pat looking at the Bible, like Jesus said, Pat shall shit. Oh my god! On Thursday, what's your crazy shit? Okay, what crazy shit? Nostradamus? No, this is. He believes that aliens exist. That the reason we've never gone back to the moon is because on the dark side of the moon there was a like a colony. Like an abandoned civilization. They're making a movie. Uh, uh, Apollo 17, right? The movie they're making? I guess. Uh, 18? Aliens populate the world. They look like us. They're blonde haired and blue eyed. Apparently they spoke to Nazi. (laughs) Apparently they spoke to Hitler. So they gave him his. They told him to do this? See, I don't have the details. Because the first question is like, well, first of all, are they white? Uh, How do you account for every other race on the planet? Uh, The blonde hair and blue eyes. Is are the Jews like another alien race, or is Hitler just you know fucked up? Oh wait, he was. <laughs> I just like the endless bullshit of like there's stuff on NASA's website, man. The people aren't looking at. It's nonsense. <laughs> wait, was it, it has no application to our life. But wait, is this... they're abandoning the space program because it's a giant waste of time and money, especially money. <laughs> but they're going back again, like five years. But um, why? Hopefully when the economy rebounds. Yeah, exactly. We can, we can afford to blow fucking millions of dollars. <laughs> Such a massive waste of time. <laughs> like, well, we're going to go up in space and do nothing. <laughs> and spend a space shit ton awesome. of money doing Travel nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't, you wouldn't want to go into space? 
No, it's fucking so pathetic and slow here. and underdeveloped and fucking useless. Like, until you create warp engines. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, the I'm scientific just... impossibility of moving faster than light, you know, just shows you that space travel is basically fucking useless. Well, I just don't see why they would sink money into the space program at this point with the economy being in the shit. Or why they've done it for the past 20 years. <laughs> Well, yeah, because really, there isn't other than shuttles exploding, <laughs> like they never hit the news. It's never like, wow, discovered in space, anything, <laughs> anything <laughs> practical. No, nothing. Well, all of the, the stuff we use every day um, came out of the development. Yeah, like, fifty you know. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> they do valid science. Well, I mean, there's some research. Back in the, yeah, you. Back in the late, the late sixties. You know why we have yogurt in a tube? Space. <laughs> no, that was worth billions of dollars. <laughs> It was. Too. <laughs> Freeze dry ice cream. <laughs> you can buy it off ThinkGeek. <laughs> Believe me, I have. God bless you, NASA. <laughs> yeah, there's like, like 700 NASA scientists uh, unemployed right now, right? Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> anyway, I'm not a rocket scientist. <laughs> I'm overqualified for every job. You've heard the jokes. <laughs> the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> this isn't like, rocket science. Fuck! I sent men into space! <laughs> I, can I can't get a job at McDonald's. <laughs> I can mock the fucking floor if I can send Yeah, now they're asked on something like hit you right in the Chinese spacecraft. Yeah, exactly. or, the, or the Soviet spacecraft. Like, imagine that. You're basically hitchhiking the space. <laughs> <laughs> You mentioned like 50 years ago or 60 years ago when John F. Kennedy was like, we're going to make it to the moon. Oh, we're going to get up there first. <laughs> we're going to kill those motherfucking commies. <laughs> imagine like, I wonder what he'd say now when he sees that. Well, it was a waste of time. <laughs> they can't even afford their own. I was too fucking high, fucking Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> uh, a waste of time and money. It's funny though. Money, get over here. Let's <laughs> say blow up the fucking copies again. We're gonna blow up the fucking copies. <laughs> no, but like the uh, the alien thing. Like, does that guy actually believe this shit? Like, yeah, you have to get him drunk, but he'll <laughs> talk about it. Uh, he actually. <laughs> Where does really? belief come from? Is this like the trip of Scientology or something? Like I have no fucking clue. L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, um, there's a guy at work we call opiates. <laughs> Guess <Scientology>? why? <laughs> no, but no, like he's fucking really, poppy seed tea. Well, he's really uh, he's random, right? Like he's just kind of disconnected from reality a little bit because he's just so permastoned, or just I guess he doesn't have that filter that prevents him from saying things. Okay, so <laughs> so at one point I'm just kind of working. And he's standing there, and all of a sudden he's like, uh, I've never liked Oprah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what? <laughs> Out of nowhere? Yeah. Is that like, the fucking blue? <laughs> oh. No? No, she always fucking full of herself. I don't, I don't get it. Now she has her own network. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Oprah. Nah, I get it. He's also like a 90s, 1920s villain. He's <laughs> 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 throwing his mustache. Yeah. Man. It's weird, man. <laughs> it's like, who doesn't like Oprah? 
I never understood that. People are like, Oprah says things, and then all these women buy these books. It's fucking pathetic. That's not why I don't Bunch like of her. sheep. I don't like her because, uh... I just don't like the show. Yeah. I just don't care. I'm indifferent. Well, she's just... She's completely... Like, it's, I just rarely find it insightful or interesting. That's the thing. It's not insightful and it's completely biased all the time. And she's like... She always has, like, has an agenda. Yeah. She's interviewing people. There's always, like... It's never, like, to get the information. It's always, like... Well, it's to lead them to the information well, she wants. Yeah, exactly. It's weird because at one point she was actually a talk show host who had guests. Yeah, she was the Sally Jesse Raphael who was black. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually it became all the all celebrity mm-hmm. talk show mm-hmm. instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back in the day with the fucking Fresh Prince, uh, yes, the Carlton dance for fucking Oprah. Like they have these debates sometimes, right? Who? Oprah. On a show, they have debates. Like, oh, I got debate. you. And the one was. Um, about using the word nigger. Wait, that yeah, that was the show. Because didn't she have rappers on? And yeah, there was Chris rappers. Rock, Chris and Rock. There was diff- all these different people, and like there was one panel is like um, arguing for it, using it, like like rappers obviously. Because they took yeah, they were taking it back. Yeah, and the other side was on Oprah's side was like you should never use this word. It's like a terrible word. Like all, and it's like these people have been making like rational arguments. The people on the other side. Well, yeah. And she was just shut them down. Well, she was upset. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, she's like, no, it's never a good time. It's like, praise Jesus or something, right? And like, something like that. <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> but it was just like, she she offered to hold these debates. But well, that's the problem. Let them other, like, yeah. other side, like, vocalize their opinions about stuff, even though they had, like, valid, intelligent things to say. Just, yeah. yeah, every once in a while she If you disagree with her, then you, she, she just shuts you down. It's like, you're wrong. There's no, like, there's no room for, like, there's open no debate. room for actual debate. Well, the, <laughs> the debate was or, 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 or free dialogue, I guess. Because yeah. debating, there's, no, there's no room for like. Well, there's no, nobody's changing sides. <laughs> it's a pet. He switches sides all the time. Ooh. Get it? <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Oh, there's a show on that seems to be ten times worse than The View. It's called The Talk or something like that. Oh, okay. It's like 15 annoying women in a circle having discussions. Was the one with Darlene on it? Sarah Gilbert, yes. Yeah, I saw that one. And the Connie Chung or whatever? Or? <laughs> the, the Brad from fucking Big, Big Brother. Brother, yeah. Julie Chen. Julie Chen, yeah. Hey, your best friend. <laughs> I should know that. Your Julie Chen poster in your room. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Yeah, every once in a while I'll... I'll <laughs> She's probably got like a fucking wall drilled through the wall. Or <laughs> what did I say, Connie Chan? <laughs> what is that? Connie Chan? <laughs> she was uh, Maury Povich's wife at one point. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. So, yeah, every once in a while I'll tune into these shows, but... Uh, Actually, yeah, even, even Maury Povich has changed, because it used to not be You changed, man, you changed... <laughs> Yeah, it just becomes trash, and then yeah. it becomes the exact same shows. Yeah, well, I mean, he eventually became fucking Jerry. <laughs> At the end of the 90s, it was boot camp. Like, every one of these shows was sending oh, yeah, yeah, troubled yeah. teams to boot yeah, camp. Yeah, that. <laughs> You're going to boot camp! It was like the biggest deal. People were in the TV audience like, yeah! It was crazy. There's even TV shows, the, the yeah. boot camp TV shows there. The troubled teens. Billy Blank's boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a dated reference. <laughs> Tybo. Does <laughs> anyone have to remember Tybo? Please, right in. <laughs> the Tybo craze. We want to hear your thoughts. God, Any Tybo related injuries? <laughs> yeah, it was the wee of the day. <laughs> Put my foot to the TV. 
I got Tybo fever. And the only prescription is more Tybo. Prescription more Tybo. Who are we talking about? Some fucking Calypso music in there. Oh yeah, the e talk. Oh, the talk. The talk and uh, yeah, the view and the talk. Are they going somewhere? No, they're just all terrible shows. Yet again, with yeah. just endless debate that goes nowhere. I don't know if it's just... About, like, these just opinionated women that really have no business. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's TV. because I, like... It's from the female perspective, so I don't identify with it as much, or if it actually is, is uh... Not just shrill and annoying, but maybe that's... Well, maybe that is the female perspective. <laughs> Most likely. Wow, you've never had a point. <laughs> <laughs> Like rambling and yeah, well, your dick tastes terrible. <laughs> you can't never fight like that, Joni. <laughs> <laughs> You're making it taste great. I have a very good authority that it tastes good. Very good authority. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like yeah, most of all, I'll tune in to see what their perspective is on stuff. But uh... what's the worst fight you've ever been in? Like With that guys, kind of screaming match in yeah. my house when the guy assaulted me. Oh, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Fuck that guy! Knocks you down. Your dick tastes terrible. I'm not sure what hurt it was. The pummeling of the insults. <laughs> I love the way yeah. So I, I did assault him, but in the middle of the assault, he whipped his dick out for some reason. And, uh... It was awkward. <laughs> you made me taste it, it was fucking terrible. I don't know. <laughs> Objection, Your Honor. <laughs> he just had a shower that day. <laughs> I'm not very good authority. This penis was delicious. <laughs> very good. <laughs> I, I got stabbed in the shower, in a way. <laughs> No, like, uh, like, with Jody, like... Or anything, like, if you've just gotten into the screaming match where it's just evolved into, like, somebody insults you. Like, every, every holiday with my family? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I'm, last time was when I was talking to my brother about video games, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're dictating. <laughs> <laughs> like, every six months. Maybe it does taste bad. <laughs> I was doing like the motion that's like stuck in his own dick can't but, be that bad but it, just like takes three purposes it's fucking fine no that's it's not the worst I've ever had <laughs> <laughs> no, cause like he cause I was just like you know like I like old games but like I like the Xbox and like the PS2 I was telling him like you should get an Xbox cause there's some games on there you really like he's like no all, all, all new games suck the best game ever is like Goldeneye <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but it's like, but they're stuck. Like, with the, at the, they they stopped their gaming evolution at the GameCube so far. But like, which is not bad. Like, I don't. I wasn't like. I wasn't trying to start an argument, but he just like, like I was like, you should get, you should get an Xbox because I think you'd like some of the newer games. Like, no, they're all terrible now. The games are shit. Like, they, they don't make quality games anymore. <laughs> they're all about the graphics, not about the quality. And it's like, man, I just did you try them? <laughs> oh, he refused to try them, right? That's what I was like, he doesn't play them. It's like, oh, no. Moot. <laughs> yeah, but he got he got really upset. Yeah, well, your dick's taste terrible, <laughs> and you don't play the games. You <laughs> got an Xbox and a wife. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, 
No, with being married, yeah. Every once in a while, like, things just come to a head, right? I mean... <laughs> yeah, but does she insult you? Like, does she hurl insults? Like, nothing crazy, like, you see on TV. <laughs> like, yeah. No, like, in the movies, there's always this like, big blow-up fights and everything. It was like, kind of blow-up fight, and then... A couple hours later, we kind of laugh, but we, like, we make fun of each other for what we said, right? Because like, you say ridiculous shit when you're in the heat of the moment, right? Like, probably assaulted Klingon. Take back, back, back. There we go. Sorry, I didn't mean what I said. The fuck, did you just say pulls a knife. My mother was a chaste woman. <laughs> But no, I can't remember what any specific what it was about. Like, no. With family, there's always like uh, religion or politics. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. People get upset. <clears throat> oh, upset, but they don't insult your alignment. No, I don't know. I can't remember any specific insults. Really? I don't. I don't dwell on the kind of shit. Though. I don't. I don't care. Like, I don't know. Like. Yeah, but normally, well, I guess it's never happened. But if somebody said something like crazy. Even like even if it doesn't affect you, it still stands out. No, nothing cr- really creative, or like. No, nothing. Like being like you're an idiot, an <laughs> asshole. I was told I had a small dick, which I thought was fucking funny as hell. Like in the, in the middle of an argument. Yeah. Was it relevant to the argument? Not like, really. We were arguing about the size of your dick. That <laughs> was like it's relevant. I've right? good authority. <laughs> <laughs> it's very big. It tastes delicious. <laughs> what? It's very big. Here's Nathan's number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it tastes delicious. Uh, yeah, okay. Who's no. the argument with them? With his mom? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> like, was it recently, or...? No, this was a long time. Okay. No, I never had that. Like, we call it, like, an idiot or an asshole or something. Like, standard stuff. Yeah. A douchebag. That's kind of a new one. I like that one. What, douchebag? It's made its comeback. <laughs> officially. It's back! How about you, Patty? You were insulted? <laughs> In a creative way? Creatively. What or at least it? something that stands out as, like, ridiculous. Listen, cocksmoker. Because being told you have a small dick, like, I guess that's insulting to, you know, men. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't remember... Any interesting or out of the ordinary, like fucking slurs against me from anybody? No, I just I know that I've been in arguments, but I can't really specific like nothing stands out. The rage takes over. Probably. Pat <clears throat> Smurfs. <laughs> no, I don't do that. But no, I just remember towards the end of my relationship a few years ago, like we were constantly fucking fighting, but yeah. I don't remember there being anything particularly... They never uh, got personal? Not anything particularly, you know, colorful as far as language. Which is unfortunate. That would have made things more interesting. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can't remember. Creative insults? No. I think Stan said Fuck all the people I argue with are really fucking... (laughs) Standard? (laughs) Yeah. It sucks. And to find more, someone more creative to argue with. <clears throat> You're a douchebag, Nathan. That's boring. 
yourself. <laughs> like, what would be really something? Like, how would you get somebody's blood boiling? Like, what would you say? You have a small dick. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I thought I was going to piss you off this time. I've been doing a lot, have I? <laughs> you do it constantly. Yeah, <laughs> constantly. Yeah, pretty often. That's not what your mother said last night. I expected trips to the fucking Y-Men shelter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got this rash. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what have we learned this episode, boys? I don't know. There's a whole lot of nothing. Bunch of random stuff. Yeah. Do you, either of you ever learn anything from these? <laughs> somebody really, somebody must. Hot. What? Nothing. My Aunt Judy's hot, is that what you just said? <laughs> no. <laughs> With the lights off, it's all the same. We're all pink on the inside. If you put enough grease into a paper bag, it's still a greasy bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And on that note, I guess we're out of here. A surprisingly oily vagina. <laughs> oily, sweaty, disgusting, wet vagina. opening. Did you just describe as, as the vagina is disgusting? If you're fucking screwing it... Are you still talking about a greased up paper bag? (laughs) (laughs) She has a name. (laughs) We have some things to uh, talk over with Pat. (laughs) We gotta test out our theory that we discussed earlier. (laughs) Alright, Pat, you're in the middle. (laughs) Fuck off. Open your goddamn mouth. (laughs) You have to be in the end last time, Pat. Come on. Alright, I'm clenching. <laughs> Done. Pat. Nathan. Pat. Andy. <laughs> Andy Williams. Tes yeux qui font baisser les miens. Un rire qui se perd sur sa bouche. Voilà le portrait sans retouche de l'homme auquel j'appartiens. Yes, it's true, I am back. For long-time listeners will recognize my voice, but you newbies are just getting your first taste. I was hired to sell advertising for this third-rate podcast and was unceremoniously bounced by that cock-headed super-douche, Adam. Yes, it's true. He managed to fuck Poodleanis in that deal with Boot Records and uh, destroyed my livelihood. Voiceover work has been uh, scarce of late, and I have been forced into, uh, let's say, lesser forms of employment. I will say that I am not so keen on using my mouth for anything but these ad spots. Oh, and it's been difficult around the house too. My wife, Stephanie has left me for another woman. My daughter uh, decided to marry an Englishman, and my son, well, he's sucking more dick around town than I am. But now that Cylon Bingo is giving away CTs from Boot Records, there is finally a light at the end of a dark, dark tunnel. All you need to do is send an email to Cylon Bingo 
at hotmail.com and request your copy of the CD and it will be sent to you. You will hear great Canadian music from fledgling artists. They put their trust in us and you should support them. If nothing else, keep me employed for a few more weeks at least. My last trick turned ugly and I, uh, I can't survive on those mean streets any longer. So this is Francois saying au revoir. And if you're on O'Brien Street and have fifty dollars, I am good. I'm good. This is Poi Shrimp in Panama. In today's news, I am taking a leave of absence to grieve my poor dead wife. I'll be back next week. Maybe. Anyone who's got a problem with that, you can meet me in the Bahamas. Some of the producers of General Crockenhouse have regretfully decided to conduct an interview with members of the show. Hi, this is John Dis from the Bullpit Podcast. I'd like to know why you take such a negative tone about the interviews. Oh, I don't. I must say, I just think this is a bold move, considering how the last person who conducted an interview with Chaos and Slaughter committed suicide. Really? Yep. This is General Kronkenhaus. What the hell? Chaos, did you order another robot from Dr. Griffin Graf? Nine! Hello, I'm John Dis from the bullpen. I'm here to interview everyone for the show. You're a robot? This is a high-tech device often used by the U.S. military. I'm using this robot as a surrogate to conduct the interview since I couldn't make it in person. You buy that? Wonderbar. Chaos will be happy. She hates people in the house. And she likes robots. Come on in. Chaos! Come in here! Yeah! We have visitor. It's not another gypsy, is no, it? No, you will be delighted. Just come in here. This is John Fist from the Bullshit Show. Here to interview everyone in the house. I made sure, as I said, the robot just to make you happy. What? I said a robot because I heard something about uranium. Quiet! Smush about the uranium. <laughs> Let's get the interview over, Mitt. Yeah, Max Schnell. Chaos, that's rude. You should at least pretend to care. Come on, we'll show you around the house and studio to be nice and seem normal while you grill us for information against our wills. Yeah. Okay. This is the room that we keep all our nutcrackers from around the world. Also, some of our prized guitars are hanging on the walls. Why is that one burned? Oh, you like that? I set it on fire myself. You can ask us your questions now. Okay. Well, I wanted to know what makes Kronkenvelp and gypsy punk rock legends. Your music isn't really gypsy-like, and you both seem to hate gypsies. Can you explain that? Ich nicht verstehen. You thought that we were gypsies? Nein, nein, nein. <laughs> we are legends among gypsies, yeah. For the things we have done to gypsies. There are many, many gypsy camps who live in constant fear of chaos and slaughter. <laughs> like what? What have you done? Oh, 
Remember the great wagon fire from 1809? <laughs> yeah, oh, it was beautiful. The best birthday gift you have given me, yeah. Not that all the other fires on destruction weren't so beautiful, too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, would you remember back in the 1940s when... Okay, that makes sense. Next question. Uh, is it true that you two are first cousins? Did Mr. Pants tell you that? He is so full of Bolshevik. We are not that closely related. Nine, but we are next of kin. <laughs> next question. What are your influences? Is this going to end up with another drug test? Chaos! <sighs> That's not what he means. Chaos basically only listens to Kronk and Velpen, or on rare occasions she likes to blast the Norwegian military tattoo drumline. And she likes Tchaikovsky. Yeah, his ideas on fate and suicide is magnificent. Slaughter is influenced by all these new fancy power tools and implements of destruction. I have not been happy about it since he invented electricity. <laughs> but it has enhanced our music, yeah. I see, Chaos, and I know not to address you by anything else. Is it true that you see yourself as ruling Ben Kronkenvelpen? As I've heard rumored, you don't ever see yourself as the front man? I have a responsibility to rule the band, not put them to the front. You send bad, insolent members to the front. Yeah, that happened to one of our old drummers. Their commandant had to send him to the Russian front. You sent him to the Russian front? Oh yeah, Siberia is full of former Kronkenvelpen numbers. Oh yeah? Man. Your current drummer, Morse, I heard he doesn't speak. Is this true? He is a mute. Makes sense. And how about your lead guitarist who calls himself Living on the Limit? He never seems to speak either. The Limit doesn't like to speak. He thinks he's too good for everyone. Yeah, but no one ever leaves him voice message on the phone. I hear his machine make noises when he says, Zhu has reached the limit. And then people hang up. It makes him so unhappy, so he never speaks to anyone. That's a good story, Carpathia. Him not speaking has nothing to do with how the last guitarist accidentally ended up with his tongue in a pair of pliers with you pressing it against the gas stove. Smush about all that! <sighs> I told him I didn't want to have to pry the truth out of him at pliers, and he gave me no choice! Well, you did it anyway, though, didn't you? I had to. I was drunk. Why doesn't Klein Robot run along and ask the goodies questions while we discuss keeping quiet in here? Yeah, go! Oh, a cute little robot. I like robots. Oh, little robot, can you help me? When you get back to the base that you came here from, would you please call me Pop? I've been trying to get a hold of him, and he never answers the telephone. <laughs> and my mom doesn't care about all this, and I really want to go home. <laughs> please, you have to help me. Find me Pop and tell him to come and get me. Everyone here is crazy. They're doing really, really bad things. Illegal things, I know it. Stay here and he's scaring me. And, and 
Wendy. You're such a stupid slut. I'm not stupid! This robot is the surrogate interviewer. He must be smart to send his JD-2000 decoy droid. No one should actually be here. Robot, what would you like to ask me? Mr. Sante, there are rumors about where you're actually from. Can you clear that up? Let me clear all that up with a story from my childhood. Once, when I was very young, on my uncle's ranch, I, I, I mean playing in the garden at my home in France, I saw an angry wasp fighting with a praying mantis. It so delighted me that I trapped them both under a jar, so they had to fight until one of them was the winner. The next day, when I had to get up and kill the children... I chickens, or gather eggs, rather. I went to check on my jar, and all that was left was one wing and one arm. That's when I realized I had nothing but a wing and a prayer. Um, uh, you start playing the mandolin? Oh my, it can talk all on its own. I can't hardly believe it. Take all this information back to Pierre. Where's he from? Hopefully not France. How do you feel about living here? What's it like living with Conkenvolp? Did you know that they have a pantry in their house full of hundreds of pounds of salted meat? They salt their meat to preserve it. And they have preserved meat from animals that are extinct and have it drying in the barn. Not that they ever go in there. And Hugo fills the gas stove with chopped wood. They're going to burn the house down. Do you think it can make a cup of coffee? What, in the kitchen, the gas stove? Nope, the robot. Do you think it can make a cup of coffee? <sighs> looky, looky. Get the squeaky. Go get the squeaky. Mine, mine, that's mine, you bitch. It's hard keeping everyone here focused, huh? Pierre, can I have a piece of cake? <laughs> I get it. Say that a little louder. I said have a piece of cake. <laughs> Good one, John Beast. Now that we are alone, I will tell you something. I am just an ordinary, simple man playing in a band, a very good band, with my good friend Candy Cake. It's very uncomplicated. We are good people. This is a good opportunity to have some nice recordings done in a good studio. And to be here and see this area, which I have never been before, in this county, where I have never been before. Chaos and Slaughter are unusual people, this is true. But I keep to myself, they treat me well and feed me good food. I do not believe that waterboarding is torture, and I have no problem with anything that is going on here. Okay then, that doesn't sound suspicious at all. No. Not suspicious at all. I have to go now. Goodbye. Back to Chaos and Slaughter, then. Let's wrap this up. 
Hugo. Here, Hugo. Fishy? Fishy, Hugo? Did you feed Hugo fish? He likes canned sardines. We prefer salmon or bear catches in the river out back. You have a bear? Yeah, we have a right to bear, yeah. Okay, I think I agree with that. I have one last question for you. Ask everyone this. What's one thing you need to do before you die? Pull the trigger. I never had that response. And Karis, how about you? What's one thing you need to do before you die? Well, if Slaughter is pulling the trigger, I need to be next to him. It's easier when we go out together. Well, thank you for your time. I'll be going so you can help guide me to the door and position me to head down the driveway to the armored car. What the crap is this? A fucking talking fire hydrant? Hell yeah! Humanoid. Take the urine-soaked robot to the armored car. Schnell! <sighs> Mr. Pants, you're in trouble. <laughs> Papa said you're in trouble. <laughs> Bastards! This episode is brought to you by Frosted Broken Arms. They're tragically malicious. <laughs> Bad dog. We are Krankenwelpen <laughs> presents. Hey there, friends. Welcome to a little podcast promo for Live at the Opera, a concert series podcast brought to you by Brood Records and the Opera Bakery Cafe. So here's our idea. Imagine an intimate, interactive, and intellectually inspiring live concert series featuring independent musicians in person or from the comfort of your own home or on your way to work or school. Really, whatever it is you like to do. Live shows happen every Saturday evening at 1428 O'Brien Street at 7 p.m. And then we'll post the shows online every Tuesday so you can download them and share them with your friends. Check us out online at liveattheopera.com.